Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Nick Augustine, and I am your host on this episode of Law Talk Radio, produced by Lone Star Content Marketing. Brought to you in part by Members' Choice Federal Credit Union in Denton, Texas, on Unicorn Lake Boulevard. You may be eligible to join Members' Choice if you live, work, worship, or attend school in Denton or Argyle, Texas. I join Members' Choice because they're locally owned and operated and offer a level of personal service I otherwise don't find. Don't forget to share the on-demand links to our episodes in your social media pages when you see something you'd like to share. All of our podcast channels and programs are available on our website located at LoneStarContentMarketing.com. You can also find our shows on our Law Talk Radio Facebook page. Today's show is episode number 45 in the Building Your Law Practice series with Jim Thompson and myself, Nick Augustine. Uh, Today we're talking about tips on business cards from printing to connecting. We'll talk about the life of a business card and its exciting journey. Uh, When you get a chance to make a first impression, it's your business card that can help you look good and help new people remember you. There are a few keys, however, to designing and selecting a business card that suits you and your brand well. We want to also consider what we want people to do with our business cards and what we should do with theirs. The reason that we're talking about this and everything else on this program is because we're developing the referral mindset, because referrals are the solid sources of repeat business and derivative income. Why is it then that lawyers are not getting the referrals that need to grow their practice? Well, as we scratch our heads and figure this one out, we bring shows to you all once a week on many exciting topics, including business cards like today. Um, I am with Jim Thompson, who is the author of Why Attorneys Fail to Get the Referrals They Deserve and Need to Grow Their Practice and What They Can Do About It. Uh, later in the show, Jim will give us a copy of his uh, his ebook through email. Uh, he'll give us our, the email, rather, where we can request a copy of that book. Uh, Jim is a retired lawyer, well-known for helping attorneys get back on track to earning more clients through simple, cost-effective activities. Jim is also the author of the book "Why Lawyers Get to Fail" or "Why Lawyers Fail to Get Referrals" and what they can do about it. As I said earlier, myself, I'm Nick Augustine, and I help lawyers share tips and stories about their practice areas through my company, Lone Star Content Marketing, because we write all of their blog content, manage their social media and produce internet, radio, podcasts, press releases, newsletters, and all the other good communication work. Uh, By way of general disclaimer, this is a general information program. Any advice on this show does not constitute legal advice, and communication with attorneys on our show does not give rise to attorney-client relationships. If you have any questions, you should consult with someone in your area, an attorney in your area. Uh, All rights this broadcast are reserved. Enough from me. Let's say hi to Jim. Hey Nick, how are you doing today? Um uh, looking forward to um to talking about this subject and, and one of the reasons I wanted to talk about it is in uh, oh, I guess the last week and a half, uh two weeks. Uh just been to a number of events where especially attorneys have been handing out their business cards and, and I'd get back to my office and I'd take a look at them and um I'd go, you know, and there's a lot of work that needs to be done with, with business cards. And so we're going to talk about some of the things that that should be on your business cards, things that shouldn't be on your business cards. But you made a comment, and I thought it was really interesting. You see, you mentioned the exciting journal or uh, a journey. I'm sorry, of a business card. Yeah. And quite frankly, 
in, in most cases, it's the unexcited, unexciting jury. <laughs> I can't even talk today. Unexcited. It's cold up here. Unexcited journey that business cards take, and they usually go right into the trash can or they go into somebody's desk door or drawer to collect, collect, and collect dust. So one of the things that, that really is important with business cards, and a lot of people, you know, they, they go out and they'll get a business card, and they won't even think about this. And here, here it is. And this is, if you can think about anything, and if, if you're listening to this program or you listen to it later, take out your business card. And we're going to talk about some of the things that should be in the business card, some of the things that maybe you don't want to put in a business card. But a business card generally is your first impression. It's the first impression somebody's going to get of you as an attorney. Now, they're going to see you in person and, and that type of thing, and obviously that's the first impression. Okay, let's say it's a second impression because when you hand them the business card, they ask you for, you ask them for their card, you get a business card from them, and they're going to look at it and go, hmm, quality must be a good attorney or what? I mean, you know, he looks like he printed these himself last night just to come to this meeting. So you want to make sure that the business cards you're using reflect your personal qualities. You want to be able to give a business card out that somebody's going to look at and say, you know, this is a guy that, that I might want to do business with. And also, you might want to be thinking where that business card may go. That may be somebody hands that business card out to someone else as a referral source, and somebody getting your business card may look at it and go, geez, that's really interesting, and and, and I like what's, what's on there. It looks good. It feels good, et cetera, et cetera. And I, when I say feel good, we're talking about paper quality. You know, uh, again, uh, don't don't go out and, and go to Office Depot and, and have them print you up a bunch of standard business cards. Spend a few dollars on your business card. You know, after all, um, you know, and we're gonna, I'm going to chat about something that, that happened when I gave a talk to a law school graduating class. But this is, this is, you know, something. Spend eighty, ninety, a hundred dollars on a thousand business cards, because the bottom line is, this is again the first impression that you're going to make. Now. What I want to talk about is, is some of the things that, that I've seen on business cards, but I'm going to kind of flip it around a little bit. Um, one of the things that, that some lawyers feel comfortable about doing, others don't, and I'm, I, I, I guess if you would have talked to me five years ago or so, I probably would have said uh, I'm not in favor of it. But in today's society, with all the people you're meeting, and you got your picture on Facebook, you got your picture on LinkedIn, why not put your picture on your business card? One of the things that, and I was at a meeting last night with about 40 lawyers, and, and I got probably six or seven business cards that have pictures on them. And when you're meeting that number of people, and I get back to my office, or I got back home last night, and I'm looking at the business cards, I'm going, oh, yeah, I remember meeting so-and-so. There's, there's a picture of them on the business card. Uh, if it doesn't have a picture, it doesn't mean it's wrong. It just means, well, and again, it's just it's your personal preference. If you feel comfortable putting a picture on there, fine. If you don't feel comfortable, well, then don't do it. And again, I'm not sure wherever you're listening to this what the ethical rules might be in your particular jurisdiction. But to my knowledge, there's there's no uh, ethical rules about putting a, a nice picture on your on your business card. But put a nice quality um, headshot 
you know, uh, invest a few dollars in, in getting a decent headshot picture. Having said that, if you're going to be on LinkedIn or Facebook, get a decent, especially LinkedIn. Facebook's kind of a little more fun pictures and things of that nature. But if you're going to be on LinkedIn and you're looking for quality connections on LinkedIn, have a good headshot. Have it professionally done, or if you know somebody that's a photographer that does these things and, and can do a good job, uh, have them take a picture. But but make sure the picture, because again, I go on LinkedIn, and I'm probably like everybody else. First of all, if you don't have a picture on LinkedIn, uh, you better get one up, because nobody's ever going to talk to you if you don't have a picture up there. But have mm-hmm. a quality picture. Now look at that. the picture first. Now, I look at the picture first. Um, not that I'm scoping you on or anything on the picture, but, you know, sometimes pictures are worth a thousand words, and you get this warm, fuzzy feeling about somebody and somebody else you, you may not. But, again, that's up to you. But if you're going to use LinkedIn, definitely have a picture. Again, on your business cards, totally, totally 100% up to you. Um, here's, here's a couple of interesting things. Um, let me back up just a minute. About a year ago, I gave a, a talk to a graduating class of one of the lo- local law schools here, and uh, we presented some stuff along with some other folks about what the real world was like and what you're going to face when you get out there, knowing that, you know, in this case, about 75% of the kids graduating didn't have jobs, probably were going to go out and um, have to hang up their own shingle. Now, if you go to work for a law firm, they're going to give you business cards and you're kind of stuck with what they give you. But if you're out on your own, uh, obviously you can design your own. But I, I said to, to, to these, these young men and young women, when you're, you're about a month away from graduating, so I want you to go out and get business cards, and I want you to put such and such name on there, JD. Oh, okay. Someone raises their hand. Well, why do you want to do that? Well, here's the thing. You put JD on there. Somebody's going to ask you, what does that mean? That You can tell them, I just finished law school. Uh, I'm going to take the bar exam or I'm waiting on the bar exam results. But you get them talking about what you do. Obviously, at this particular point in your career, you can't um, render legal services, but, and if you followed some of the other things we talked about, you know other lawyers you can refer cases to. What a great way to get a job if you can refer two or three cases to a PI lawyer. Hey, you know, that that, that might uh, certainly give you an in over someone else. But so so then somebody in the back of the room, oh, somebody says, well, well you know, those are expensive. I said, yeah, they may cost you 80 80 bucks for a thousand or something of that nature, but you're spending 150 to 200 thousand dollars on your on your law school education. So I think you can probably spend 80, and if you can't, get somebody to give it to you as a graduation gift. Oh, so then somebody raises their hand in the back and, and says, "Well, um, well, when we pass the bar, um, and then we can put attorney at law in there, uh, then we got to get rid of all our business cards." I said, wouldn't that be a great thing when you pass the bar, you can go out and buy some brand new business cards that say attorney at law? And Oh, yeah. And again, the it's going to cost you $80. Get somebody to give you a present uh, if you don't have the money. But uh, the bottom line is put the JD on your business card. I'm looking at, oh, I got six or seven business cards here. I just picked a random attorney's business cards. And, um, uh, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six business cards I just picked at random. None of them have JD on them. 
Why not? You earned it. Why not put it up there? You know what that is? That's a starting point. Somebody's going to ask you, what does JD mean? And then you can start telling them. Of course, you'll have attorney law on your card, but you'll also have the JD. The other thing is, if you have an advanced degree in LLM and something, make sure you have LLM on there. Why? Another talking point, another another thing that's going to set you apart from someone else. If you've got an LLM in taxation or uh, human resources or real estate or whatever the case may mm. be, somebody's going to ask you about that. So why not? You, hey, you work hard hey, Jim. to put it on there. Yeah. <laughs> thinking that's funny. Um, my uh, joke corner, from picking from the joke corner, um, you know, people always, people I remember saying, well, I don't want to put all the letters on there that's, you know, that uh, sounds pretentious and all that. Uh, but I thought, well, you went to law school, right? Like, isn't that a little pretentious? Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're all joking aside. <laughs> I mean, it's like people are so, like, well, you know, not everyone, not every, I mean, people, look at, now look at nursing. Anybody who's in nursing or healthcare, they have it's like an alphabet soup, but that alphabet soup sure. after the name, it all means something, and there's a rhyme and reason to it all. And I like, I mean, how you say it? If someone says LLM, what is that? Well, you know, that's an advanced degree in law. It's sure. extra. Uh, you know, so I totally agree in putting all of that on there. Um, you know, as long as you're not doing it to be ridiculous, and, and uh, you know, I mean, I don't know that my Facebook page would have all that on there, but I'd say on LinkedIn, too. Um, I see a lot of people on LinkedIn put JD after their name, um, and I started sure. doing that as well because, again, it's a it's a it's a source identifier. Yeah, and 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 why not be proud of it? It's not pretentious at all. You worked hard to get that JD degree. You worked hard if you got an advanced degree. Um, and also, for instance, if you're a JD and a CPA, why not put that on there? Let people know that you are an expert in something and that you stand apart from your fellow attorneys. If, you, if you're looking at 10 business cards, right, and they all have the name on there, maybe they have JD on there, and then they have LLM or maybe CPA, because I run in a lot of, lot of attorneys now that are also CPAs, uh, put that on there. People are going to ask what that does. Most people know what a CPA is, but I'll bet 90% of the people who you talk to have no clue about what JD means. You know, uh, I always kid somebody when they ask me what JD means. I says that's my juvenile mm -hmm. delinquent degree. But but they're yeah. going to ask you, and so therefore be proud of it. And then and then it starts that conversation. Here's what you want to do with anybody you meet. You want to start that conversation. Just just that introductory conversation so that, okay, if, if I happen to like Nick, I'm going to call Nick up and say, hey, can we have coffee tomorrow or the next day? I don't like Nick, fine. His business card's not going to make me like him anymore, but it's going to also give me a little bit of, well, Nick, what, the, what does the LL mean? You know, what does, what does uh, the, the, uh, this designation mean? Okay, fine. Let people know that you've got that. A um, couple other things. Make sure, two things as far as readability. I'm looking at a business card right now. It is very pretty. It's kind of a uh, an off red or um and it's got a um a gavel on it, right? But I can hardly read it. It's 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 off red and it's got the white lettering and it's really, really difficult to read the phone number 
and 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 of course, being old, I got to put my glasses on for just about anything. But you know, you got a lot of space on that business card. Make sure that people can read your, especially your website or your email address. Make I don't know why. The, I, I'm looking at this particular one, and the office phone number and the, the fax phone number is pretty pretty big. And then he's got his email on there, and I'm going to have to get a magnifying glass out to find out what his magnif what his uh, email address <laughs> is or what his website is. So does it, does he know, have an address on there, a physical address? Because uh, that just drives yeah, me yeah. up a wall when people don't do that. I understand that someone might uh, work out of their home, and that's increasingly common uh, in these days. But go get a P.O. box with a mm -hmm. street address or something people can send. You know, we want to send Christmas cards to someone, for example. Where are you going to send it? You know, not having an address. Um, it, to me, it looks like you're hiding. Like, what, who, where are you hiding? What are you hiding from? I mean, are yeah. you hiding yeah. the fact that, I mean, if, if someone's not going to do business, I, I, you know, um, someone that Jim and I both know works out of her home, and she said, she said often, you know, I work out of my home. If someone doesn't want to do business with me because of that, I probably don't want them as a client anyways. Sure, um, But yeah. it just, it give people the, it's not about how, you you know, it doesn't have to say post office box either because you can go to the post office and get a, a street, uh, you know, a mailbox that has a regular old street address and, and um, mailboxes, et cetera, mm -hmm. or, Quick ship or whatever, wherever you want to go. But um, sure, yeah, put it on there. I mean, just it, it, no one is going to call you out on it. Yeah, I suppose if they, you know, Google your address and then what are they going to publicly ridicule you outside the courthouse? You know, we're <laughs> not in the biggest fanciest building. You know, awful. You know, just but I, it's really it's it's about the business cards. Really, it's about you and conveying who you are. But it's for other people. Sometimes I think people get business cards, like you're saying, the fancy one, um, you know, it's like, oh, look how fancy I look, uh, you know. When I see a business card like that, I think I don't want to disturb this person's this person. When I see one of those really fancy cards, I don't want to call that person without an appointment, you know. It's mm -hmm. almost like it's, it's just too formal, and there's you're creating a barrier between between you and the people, you know, that you, you give them to. Um, you know, the other thing, too, is uh, practice areas. We should put that out. You know, if you practice in certain uh, areas of law, put that on the business card because lawyer or attorney, you know, you could be a lawyer for, I mean, look how many different practice areas. I've got people I know who just do things that, you know, most people, even, most lawyers don't even know that there's a practice area like that. You know what I mean? Well, here's the other thing, and you, you hit that point about putting your practice area in what you do. Um, you know, there's two sides to a business card, okay? Why not use the other side of your business card? And and I'm, I'm looked, I just pulled out about six or seven business cards, and, and some of them have something on the back, but most of them don't have anything at all on the back. Um, and and that's, a, that's perfect for an area of practice. What do you practice? I'm an estate planning attorney. I do wills, trusts, and estates. Or, you know, so that, so that it, you can't get it all on the front, right? So have it on the back. Have it where somebody can see uh, exactly what it is you do. I got your business card, Jeez, and, and, and uh, I want to refer you, but I don't know what kind of a lawyer you are. Here's something else that I see. This is in Chicago probably more than anywhere else because we have such a huge Polish population here. Um, why not have your your business, if you're Polish, uh, you know, why not have your business card 
in English on the front and Polish on the back, or whatever you know the, the case may be, where in Texas it might be more Spanish. Um, I'm looking at a business card here from a from a gentleman that gave me last night in the front, and on the back um, it's got to be Greek because everything's Greek to me. But you know he 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 gets it. He put his business card on the front, on the back. It's all in Greek. Um, you know why not do that? Especially if you're in an area, and I guess probably Texas, a lot of Spanish-speaking people down there. Why not? Okay. If, if that's a, the clientele you're looking for, why not put that in? Um, uh, uh, you know, in the back, what you do, put it in Spanish, because some people may not understand English, or well, they may be it, giving it, it to someone that. Yeah, go ahead. I'd say anybody in the in where you are, um, anyone. I know that uh, when I lived in Chicago. Uh, there were. I was on the north side of the city, and there are entire na- ethnic neighborhoods that are completely underserved. I know someone who is trying sure. to do bankruptcy law and uh, was looking for someone to translate things to Chinese because there's oh, a yeah. huge chi- Chinese area completely underserved. No one's doing mm-hmm. it. You know, get the get your business card like that, have it on both sides, English on one side, flip it around, and uh, different mm-hmm. language on the back. Exactly. I mean, it's if you've got areas where there's where there's a um, uh, an ethnic population with their own language, uh, then make sure that you you let people know that you understand their language. How do you? What's the best way to do that? Take the back of your business card because it's in most cases it's blank anyway, and let people know that. And you can take the exact stuff that you put on your front of your business card and put it in, 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 in Greek or Polish or, or whatever the case may be. But the important thing is to use every inch of your business card. Um, I had a, a little interesting thing happen the other day. I was at a, a meeting with most of the lawyers there just graduated from law school, hung out shingles, and um, this one young man gives me his business card, so I looked at it and didn't think too much. I didn't have time. When I got home, I, I called him back up, and I said, did you pass the bar yet? He said, well, yeah. I said, well, why on your business card does it say, you know, such-and-such law school class of such-and-such? Why not attorney at law? Um, I go, wait a minute. You're going to hand somebody that business card. You're going to think you're still in law school. Gee, good point. My problem is law schools don't even teach these kids this stuff. And it really fries me sometimes when I get some of this stuff and I see, you know, here's a law school that is supposed to be teaching these kids, you know, to become lawyers. And they obviously teach them towards contracts, evidence, and all the other stuff, but they don't teach them how to be lawyers. They don't teach them how to get business. And so, um, and I know some of the law schools are starting to do, you know, maybe one or two courses to teach this, and it should be probably almost a whole year of teaching some of the stuff that goes on with, with, with getting business and 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 not just getting business, but actually running a law firm. Because most of these kids, over probably 50 percent at least of the kids graduating from law school these days, are going out on their own, hanging up a shingle, and then they got to figure out what they're doing. Uh, hopefully, they don't get sued for malpractice, and hopefully, they have malpractice insurance. I had one guy tell me the other day, "Well, I don't need malpractice insurance because if I get sued, I don't have anything." And I go, "That's absolutely right." But you get sued, and the judgment's going to stay on for I think it's seven years, and they can re-up it. So if they get a nice judgment against you, uh, now you don't have anything, right? 
but five or six years from now, you got a nice little law practice going, and they come along and knock on your door and say, we're taking everything in your building and your phones and your cell phones and your computers and everything because you haven't satisfied this judgment. Oops, got a problem. And and so, but... Where's but, that bankruptcy lawyer going? <laughs> yeah, and can you even bankrupt? What happens if they get a... a, a, a uh, they file a lawsuit against you. Maybe you don't defend it. I've seen this happen, too. Maybe you don't defend it, and they get a nice punitive damage award. That's not bankruptable. So three or four or five years from now, they come after you. Bingo. You're, you're kind of hanging on out there. So, and that's just uh, kind of off topic, but it just made me think about that. Um, here's something else. If If you have invested and get well let me back up one of the things i would do is as you, as you design your business card um and and maybe you've got two or three different designs you've come up with or your you know your 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 designer has come up with for you take it to some of your friends and say well which one do you like what do you think you know they'll tell you gee that looks good nick and oh god those things are garbage uh, you know, and, 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 and let them, let your friends kind of look at them in terms of, you know, what do you think? You know, what do you think about the colors? What do you think about the type? What do you think about this? Don't just go out and, and have a designer do it for you. Uh, one of the problems with having a designer do it for you is the designer might know how to design a business card, but they may not know what should be on an attorney's business card. So so get some help in that regard. The um, And... and you know, if you take it to five or six of your attorney friends and say, hey, Nick, what do you think of my, my business card? And and here's a couple of different uh, options I got. Which one do you like best? And all of a sudden you got five or six people picking one that they like best. You know, go with it. Um, logos on business cards. Um, you know, again, that's kind of the, the picture uh, area for me. If you want to put a logo on your business card, that's fine. If you, I would put a picture on before your logo. But if you want to have a uh, a logo that you've developed or somebody's developed for you, um, and you want to put it on your business card, fine. Uh, go ahead and do it. One thing I would say, if you do, do do a logo and you've got a website, which you should have, obviously, is is to make the business card and logo and the logo on your website match. And I've seen a couple of logos, nice logos on either the business card or the website, and they don't carry that over. So anything that you're going to do in that area, carry it on over because you want to brand yourself. You want people to become um, familiar with, with that, your brand. Mm-hmm. I've seen that, Jim, where uh, you see a titles or, you know, one company or another, not not as much as lawyers, but more like salespeople and brand reps. But they'll have mm-hmm. the, what they, who they work for on one thing, and then the the logo goes to some other company, but it's actually the brand that they said. It gets confusing. You think that you're looking at the wrong person, the wrong site, the wrong thing, or that you, or people get concerned that what you're looking for is out of date. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so the bottom line is what you're, what you're trying to do is, and I tell people, you know, branding, yeah, branding, but from an attorney standpoint, your brand is really yourself, okay? But here's the other thing. If somebody doesn't meet you personally, your brand is what you may, your brand may be on your business card or whatever you have there. But I wouldn't worry so much about branding on your business card as I would really want you to put a picture on your business card before you um, before you actually brand yourself. And again, you know, I've got a stack of business cards here, and I'm just thumbing through them, and most of them have nothing on the back. Or if they have something on the back, it's like here's one. It's got the guy's business and everything, and on the back it's got his website. 
Well, how would I even know to flip over and look at the back of his business card for his website? He should put his website. He's got, he's got his, uh, his email. Why not? Why not put your website in the front? Don't use the, the space for something like that. Use it for something that tells what you do. Here's here's somebody that, that I got a, a business card. I'm looking at it on the back, and it goes law offices of so-and-so, a family law practice since. Boom. What does that tell me? That tells me what they've done since 1996. Yeah, yeah here's another yeah. thing. What about, what about the uh, business cards that instead of horizontal, they go vertical? Have you seen those? Yeah, in fact, I was just looking at one that I got last night. You know, I'm not sure I like that, and that's just a personal preference. It's a little bit out of the ordinary, um, but I, I like the kind of the standard that, that are horizontal. If you if that's something you feel comfortable with, fine. My problem is it's it's hard to get a lot of information going, you know, uh, vertical on, on on a business card. I'm just yeah. Here's one. You know, and it's just, this is not a bad bad design. It's nice. She's got a nice little logo on there, um, but on the back, it's got her website on the back. Again, um, but I now, prefer. Here's a, here, here, go here's ahead. Here's another thing. What about what about being able to write on the card? Because a lot of times people might write their cell phone number on the back. It's good to somehow leave space. Because some of those really glossy cards, it's hard to mm-hmm. write on them. The pen doesn't write very well and stick. I am, I am guilty of that because the business card I have is just a great-looking business card, both sides, pictures, all kinds of information, and guess what? Um, I, I designed a new one with just leaving about, oh, probably about a half inch of space. It's not glossy on the back where somebody can write something on. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I think I think you, I'm not really a big fan of glossy business cards anyway, to be honest with you. Um, I had I had some done and and they're okay, but the next batch I do with business cards are gonna probably not. They may be glossy on the front, but they won't be glossy on the back. But um, you know that that's that's kind of you know what you're looking at and what you're looking at doing. But you know it's real estate used. To, if I could say anything, it's used to real estate. Think about both sides of your business card. Use both sides for you know your practice areas. Uh, for something that's unique about you, like, you know, the family law practice, like I mentioned, since 1996. Something like that that's going to give you a little edge on someone. Um, or, uh, here's another thing, put something on the back maybe that's useful that you might, for you know, from thinking about, uh, like, if you do traffic or uh, DWI law or something like that, uh, to uh, mm-hmm. maybe, I know some people will have that, like, statement on the back, you know, just flip that to the officer with a little statement, you know, whatever it yeah. says. Yeah, um, you know, I, or, refuse, I refuse to talk to you, yeah. <laughs> or, 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 yeah, or, yeah. or, or um, if you're a big football fan, your team's schedule maybe. I mean, it's, you know, that when you go out of the box like that, you may have some uh-huh. people who think you're a complete bozo, but you might have other people who really like that. I know when um, you know, we talk about branding with uh, websites and whatnot, there's a lawyer who uh, likes a certain type of dog or you know, horse, whatever. Mm-hmm. You, know. you put that on the business card or on the website or something, and people who lo- also love that, it's like it's finding your people and finding your tribe. And you know, identifying your – at the end of the day, all the things that we talked about here because we're pretty much out of time, but identifying who you really are is important because, again – well, what do we always talk about? People do business with those they know, like, and trust. 
and people are going to like people who have similar interests and something they can talk about. So it's just really about communicating who you really are. Um, and, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's all I have to say about it. Yeah, and, and just a couple other things. I, I was just looking through all these business cards I have. I haven't seen anybody. Used to when I started practicing <laughs> law, they used to be in bra, you know, the, the raised letters and all the you know, stuff like that. I haven't seen anything like that. But here's one more thing. I'm just looking at another business card, and it's kind of an odd shape. You know, don't do that. You know, it, this is it's just annoying. I got a whole bunch of business cards, and then here's one that won't go through. You know, I got a card scan. It won't go through the card scan, and and then when you have all these fancy colors and everything, make it just really classy. Forget the, I like the one I'm looking at with the gavel on it. You know, no, put your picture on there. I want to see you. I don't care about a gavel. You know, it just looks very <laughs> cheesy. So you know, that's just my personal opinion. But you know. Uh, mm. I, I'll cut your business card down if you ask me. Yeah, I, I take your business <laughs> cards and say, "Hey, have it, have it in mind. If you, if you, if you want, you know, turn around, fair play." I have had some good Give suggestions from people. Oh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You I've had some good suggestions, so that changed. No, no. Okay, so no. After we've taken these business cards, ideally we have done the. I don't know if we mentioned, but we take the information and put them in Outlook. But then I, I, I want to know why lawyers are so, and I don't mean to pester any of my clients, but I wish that people would maintain a nice Excel spreadsheet or a list or a contact database where we take the information of these people we know and put it in electronic form. But after we've ideally done that, um, what I do is uh, for making referrals, um, I actually have a binder with you can buy the the plastic inserts for the binder, the pages rather, that where you can slip the business cards in there. So if anyone who's been to a networking uh, type of a meeting or some of those leads groups, everyone they'll have the the binder with everybody's business cards. You know, you can grab sure. out of there. But when you have that in the binder. You can flip through there, and you know, and you look in your. I'm a visual person, so I'll look and I'll scan and I'll see someone, and I'll, I'll, I'll this will always happen. I'll see someone's business card randomly and say, hey. I forgot about that person. I wonder what's going on with them. I might uh, go jump on LinkedIn, you know, like one mm-hmm. of their recent posts or, you know, send them an email or a phone call or, hi, how are you? Because, you know, it, it, the things like that often lead to business. Uh, oh, I haven't thought of you. I haven't talked to you since we talked since a long time yep. uh, or mm-hmm. whatnot. And that person's like, I'm so glad that I heard from you because actually – you would be the perfect solution for this problem that I'm having, and uh, I can't believe I didn't think of you. Well, you know, shame on us both for not staying in touch. But, um, you know, so because uh, some people, someone suggested to me that they have one of those little scanners that scans the, you scan the business card in like that, and then they shred them and get rid of them. Well, that's kind of stupid. Yeah. Um, you know, what if you want to give the card to someone else? Um, you know, it used to be that people would carry a bunch of cards on them or have them somewhere, uh, remember in the 80s when we had the big fold-up, uh, like sure. the Rolodex, the book, whatever, the the binder. It had a zipper on it sometimes, like the day planner. And they had the business cards in there, and they just give them out to people. You know, I suppose now it's some device. You uh, so you pull up the person's contact and, you know, bump the other person's device, and it works that way. <clears> but I don't know. I just I like the binders and keep on hold on to them. You know. So again, as we started, you know, we'll kind of wrap up with the the exciting life and times of a business card and uh, its scrutiny by <laughs> Jim Thompson. You know. Yeah, yeah. Send what me your business cards. Is there? 
Yeah, scan your business card and send it to me at JET at Lawyers Marketing Resource, and I'll I'll critique it for you. Um, yeah. And I'll be gen- I'll be gentle though when I do it. <laughs> there you go. But any- well, we're just about out. Of, any- I don't know, just about out of time. Um, any final uh, thoughts? Uh, no. The only other thing I'd mention is if you want a copy of my book, the ebook, uh, send me an email at JET at Lawyers Marketing Resource. LawyersMarketingResource.com, and I'll be glad to just um, send it on out to you. There you go. All right, Jim. Well, uh, always very exciting talking about business cards and websites. Maybe we should talk about websites uh, soon, maybe next week. That might be a good follow-up because things are always changing. Anyone who had a website put together a few years ago might be missing out on some new latest and greatest things. And website, mm-hmm. so um, we'll mark that down so everyone okay, can. Okay, we, uh, we can do that. We can talk about websites uh, next week. That'd be great. All right. See, we're we're planning and doing shows. All good. All that's right, Jim. Right. That's, that's right. about enough for now. I will talk to you later, sir. Okay, Nick. Everybody have right. a great now, week. See ya. All right, everybody have a good week. Thank you again for listening. Please uh, share these episodes in social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, because that's how people find our shows and share them with others and get great tips and advice. And uh, that is about all. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week. Okay. Take care. See ya.